Welcome in to News and Views with Tom Lamprecht. The stories you've heard and the ones you need to hear. Some are full of inflation. They're paying more for everything. My plan is to address inflation. It starts with a simple proposition. Respect the Fed. To arm Ukraine with additional capabilities and advanced weaponry to defend themselves against the ongoing Russian aggression. Again and again, we see gas prices rise. Your life, your values, your voice. This is News and Views with Tom Lamprecht on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Now, when Nancy Pelosi says we've seen gas prices rise, is that the price of her husband getting gassed or purchasing gas? <laughs> is, it, is it more expensive because when you get arrested for drunk while driving... That's driving, not an appropriate uh, question for well, you to ask. But no, no, it is appropriate, Nancy. I mean, because, you know, is, you're talking about the price of gas and your husband's out there buying gas and getting gassed. I'm sure that was an expensive ride. Isn't it amazing how hard it was to find that information on? I, I did a quick little search after it came out. I was like, uh, as, as, you know, thought I nobody's talking about it, but Fox News and you know a few few of the conservative media. Um, nobody's yep. talking about it. Can you imagine yep. if it was, um, I don't know, Donald Trump's son or something? Well, we we've got a story we'll get to in just a second concerning Donald Trump's son. It's not really about him. It's about Joe Biden's son. But you talk. I mean, you talk about how it's depending on who you are, what the mainstream media coverage is. But first. And I've been avoiding this story as much as I could over the last seven weeks. Is that that's how long the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard Forever, yeah. court cases? And I, the biggest um, interesting thing about this case is that anybody cared to cover it. <laughs> I, I mean, even Fox News, if you go to their website every day, that was the lead story. And I don't understand how you know that's news live live court proceedings the whole time during the trial and this is just between two people they they basically you know countersued one sued the other countersued the other for defamation of character so no other outside individuals harmed but nothing on the glenn maxwell whatever name maxwell trial yeah, yeah, uh but yeah. um epstein's girlfriend his madam or whatever yeah when there was teenage teenagers involved and not one minute of coverage on that Anyway, Johnny Depp won his defamation case, sort of. Uh, the jury the jury awarded him fifteen million, and uh, it was it was a split decision. It sounds like a boxing match. Uh, they did give Amber Heard two million dollars in compensatory damages. Uh, I, I'm not even going to go into the details. And and again, I've I've avoided this. But if you've w- w- just looked at the pictures of these people. I mean, first of all, who knows who's who's lying? <laughs> I mean, I remember years ago, a friend of mine who was a police officer, there was a, an elderly, uh, this is going back probably 30 years ago, an elderly gentleman who was a judge, who was a no-nonsense judge. He was, this was 30 years ago, and he was probably in his 70s at the time. You know, he, he probably should have been retired. And there was a case between two women that were arguing back and forth over something fairly insignificant and he had to oversee the trial and the one woman gets up and starts making these accusations against the other one 
And the and the other woman jumps up and says, Judge, he's lying. He's lying. He, and the judge looks and says, I know she is. I know. But just be patient because you're going to get up on the stand and then you can lie. <laughs> and it's sort of how the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing was. I mean, as, as Clark said before we went on the air, you know, once you get out there and you're obviously lying, you know, and, and you've been caught in it, everything else is tainted. Yeah, and I, I mean, I get, occasionally when I get home at night, they would have something on the news about it, and they would show some some video um, of inside their home, and and basically it was two drunk, drugged out, yeah. overpaid actors defecating in their own beds. Yeah, and just to get yeah. to get to the spouse. What what sick human being does that? But you know when uh, you know Amber Heard when she when she wrote that op ed for I don't know if it was the Times or the Washington Post. I think it was in the Post. Yeah. yeah. Whenever she wrote that and put all these, I mean, specific accusations against them, I mean, they weren't all that general. Some of them were pretty specific. When you start accusing people of um, some of the things that uh, she did, I, you better be able to prove it. <laughs> well, for anybody that looks at these Hollywood types in an envious way, uh, if, if, if there's a silver lining to this story, it is do not be envious of morons um and i tell you what came to mind was the scripture first timothy 6 10 through uh 4 through 10 he has an unhealthy craving for controversy and for quarrels about worlds with words which produce envy dissension slander evil suspicions uh, suspicions and constant friction among people who are depraved in mind and depraved of the truth imagining that godliness is a means of gain but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world we can take nothing out of the world but if we have food and clothing these things will be content but those who desire to be rich and i'll add and famous fall into temptation into a snare into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into destruction and ruin bingo and put another way play stupid games get stupid prizes yep (laughs) stupid is as stupid does Uh, wow anyway uh, enough on uh, johnny depp and amber heard uh you know what they deserve each other (laughs) now it will be and i said that last word but we, we had a discussion before we went on there will this actually help johnny depp's career or is he done and unfortunately unfortunately i think it might help it well you know i i have to admit as an actor he's pretty talented i mean yeah yeah. and and some of the movies not really i wasn't a big pirates of the caribbean fan or anything like that but some some of the movies where he played some roles that were pretty serious characters and i I mean he's talented really is but he's he'll probably uh he'll probably land on his feet and uh if he can stay sober i'm sure they'll give him a job they think they can make a buck well he's probably out celebrating right now tipping the bottle right now i think he's in england playing music or something i think yeah he's probably tipping the bottle yeah he was not even at court (laughs) i heard that's kind of interesting so anyway we were talking earlier about uh, the double standard the media has if what information that has come out today through the daily mail about hunter biden (laughs) if that had come out well i I let's just back up Remember when Donald Trump was president, any times, any time that one of their kids would hiccup, it was a scandal. Mm-hmm. And the, the media was constantly trying to vilify the Trump family. It never came up with anything that, stu- that uh, you know, stuck. 
but they were constantly trying to diminish the Trump family. And their their goal was to make Trump look like a, a, a terrible father, a terrible president. And so if hey, they go after the kids, who cares? Now, when Obama was in there, of course, his kids were, were minors at the time, but, uh, you know, th- that was hands off. But uh, to go after the Trump family, that was fine. Of course, they did go after Barron as well. He was a minor. But, uh, and uh, to, to quote PJ Media, I'll paraphrase because they were a little bit more blunt about it. Um, Say what you like about Donald Trump Jr., but you have never seen a picture of his uncle, Uncle Albert, on the internet. <laughs> and if you don't know what Uncle Albert is, you can imagine. You can't say the same thing about Hunter Biden's junk. Okay, that's what Uncle Albert nope. is. Uh, it's all over the internet. Mm. Now, remember, sick puppy. He is a sick puppy. Mm. He is a sick puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Donald. Right on the clue there. Yeah. The um, and and remember, remember James Clapper and the fifty-one Intel specialist and all the mainstream media papers and publications and cable outlets. They all saw Hunter Biden's laptop as russian dis- disinformation yeah what was it, like 60 some they said i don't know yeah they said you know, they, they, 60, kept, they yeah. kept throwing that number yeah. out like 60 some wrote a letter penned a letter or, yeah. or all these geniuses and how can you ever believe anything they say again believe any of these news media that just didn't question it at all um basically ruined the guy's life that you know turned the laptop over to the fbi uh, it's just mm. so hunter uh, and and they don't say how they were able to examine all the details. But uh, if you go to the Daily Mail, just go uh, go Google Daily Mail Hunter Biden, and you can see it in all its glory. Um, there are screenshots off the laptop. There are photos off uh, off and videos off the laptop of Hunter Biden in extremely compromising positions with prostitutes. <laughs> I mean, just blatant. I mean, you know, a lot of it is is out of focus, that kind of stuff to to hide uh, the private parts. But uh, it's it's blatant. It's unbelievable. This guy not only was wanting to look at pornography, but he had certain things. He had certain uh, air, air, geographical areas, Washington D.C. and Annapolis, Maryland. For some reason, he was fixated on that. He was fixated on women that were in their 40s. And uh, he... And 18 and 19-year-olds. Yeah, that's true. And then he would, uh, within a certain period of time, what was the percentage? There was, um, uh, in a of the 281 websites Hunter Biden visited over a six-day period, uh, a third of them were pornographic. <laughs> a little over a third were pornographic. 34 percent i'm surprised they had any energy to do anything and it was he was into (laughs) this is why he was on drugs so he was you know he was high on whatever i mean this guy was going through money like uh, uh unbelievable and he was uh having an affair with his uh dead brother's wife um and then he got upset because he accused a friend of then having an affair with the dead brother's wife well he was in rehab and uh, I, I mean and he was making videos of himself i mean pornographic videos of himself 
and he was sending them to his dad yeah that, that was that's that was amazing to me that he would do that and uh i mean our our, our founding fathers have got to be rolling over in their graves mm. this is this is just beyond the pale and you can't really say well you know that's just a, that's a bunch of who shot john i i mean listen if if this is russian disinformation uh russia has really done a good job yeah finding someone that looks exactly like hunter biden <laughs> and putting him in these positions i and and again well of course remember too hunter biden you know when he did that uh was it a 60 minutes interview he, mm-hmm. he pretty much acknowledged that yeah that was my laptop yeah that stuff's on there and and you part of me ha- ha- has some compassion for him that the fact that he's you know he's a drug addict i mean there's just no other way to say it he's a drug addict but some of the, the the pictures, like I don't know if you saw the picture of him. He took a picture of himself in front of the mirror, showing his rotted out, like crack crystal meth teeth. I mean, he had like basically no teeth, and he had. Then he went and spent like one of the receipts on his computers or whatever, where he spent thousands, tens of thousands of dollars getting implants. But can you uh, imagine? Now, of course, at this point... And he's the smartest guy he knows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. Hunter's the, the smartest guy I know, that, that, according to yeah, Uncle Joe. According to Uncle Joe. But, but consider the fact that... Now, right now, it appears that everything is out on the... Uh, people, people know about it now. But yet, consider how our national security was at risk. Yeah, the blackmail, and now listen. There's still the the possibility that that Joe could be blackmailed, that they have, you know, that if he was sending it to his dad, that that there's still a possibility of that. I mean, Hunter is is pretty much water over the dam. I mean, he's a he's a joke, but uh, he's it, still. I mean, again, there's there's the picture if you're watching on Facebook, yeah, of his yeah. of his rotted out teeth that uh, Benny was just talking. If you're watching on cable seven or. or to get, that looks something cool. out of a horror. It's like film. a Halloween mask yeah. or something. That's hey, that's an idea. A Hunter Biden Halloween mask. Have a have a joint sticking out of your mouth or a crack pipe. Yeah. But I mean, the, the 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 fact that this is out of the Biden crime family. I mean, this is the corruption. It's not just financial. I mean, this family is sick. Yeah, and look, you also got to think about this is what we know about. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, what good point. I mean, what? Uh, well, people that's really trying to get information to blackmail them, say like China or Ukraine or Russia or whatever. Um, think about what kind of information they might have. And plus, you know, there's some of these reports that talks about. Uh, they found this in the financial records. He had like, I, I mean, dozens and dozens of a burner had a burner phone app where he could make phone calls on false numbers you basically and buy just it, toss it just toss it so i mean what what was going on with that you know well and, and and look back at all the stupid foreign policy decisions joe biden has made yeah in his brief tenure as president i mean he's made a lot of stupid decisions or were they because he was being blackmailed <laughs> I mean, you we know, think it's because he's an idiot. Well, Joe, you know, I, I would say Joe could have the defense. Is look, I, I've made I've made stupid decisions for fifty years in the Senate. Yeah, so, so, at least so I'm got, consistent. Yeah, I got a track record that I don't know what in the hell I'm talking about. So, you know, here's the other thing: Bill Clinton has got to be feeling pretty good <laughs> yeah. because he now looks like a saint. He now looks like a Boy Scout. I mean, compare, you know, what he did with Monica Lewinsky is oh, you know, that's 
that's small potatoes of course it was a no office now <laughs> oh listen i'm i'm you know that that is i, I shouldn't even laugh about that you're, you're right but again our founding fathers are just going back 50 years to the, those people that uh, you know were in the oval office i mean well, yeah. is, is this god's judgment on our nation i'd say yes it is i i'm sorry i just look at the leadership that we have in our nation today it is unbelievable that we things have gotten this bad well and i I hate to keep harping on this but the fact that the news media most of the news media way back the the month before the election just totally ignored this totally accepted the fact of i mean these are government officials that are saying that this is russian disinformation these are government officials that are lying this is the fbi intentionally withholding this information during the election while they were promoting promoting a russian dossier yeah it's i'm telling you uh and i and i spent a lot of time earlier in my career reading a lot on watergate watergate was nothing compared to this compared to this nothing compared to this i mean it was it was worth pursuing but again yeah and just how many years has been 50 years yeah Mm -hmm. and uh wow look how quickly the uh, wheels have fallen off the car hey we gotta take another time out lots more to talk about what do you think 561-8255 we'll be right back Eastern Carolina's place to talk about coronavirus. It's on the police. Everything. Give me liberty or give me COVID-19. Right now, more news and views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Well, if you like it hot, you're going to like the weather, at least for the next couple of days. Uh, Partly cloudy tonight, a low of 63. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high of 96. Tomorrow night, clear with low of 71. Thursday, lots of sunshine again, high 96, partly cloudy skies on uh, Thursday night with a low in the uh, lower 70s. And uh, looking to Friday, it does cool off a little bit, chance of rain. And uh, so if you're going to the ball game on Friday, the good news is uh, you won't be in the 90s. You will be in the 80s. And uh, let's let's hope we do not have, uh, it doesn't look like, according to the weather map, it doesn't look like we're going to have a lot of rain, just a 40% chance on Friday. But Remember those regionals a few years ago when we got to all those thunderstorms? We started the game and the rain had to be uh, the game had to be stopped because of the thunderstorms. We lost our starting pitcher and we came back and ended up losing it. I have been to every regional that East Carolina participated in within um, you know within a few states. I mean, I've been to you know Virginia, South Carolina. I've been to and it's I think there's been only one that hadn't been dramatically affected by weather. Somebody joked to me a couple of weeks ago when it was, you know, we were so dry. So, well, I sure hope East Carolina will get a regional so we'll get some rain. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well, it looks like we might on Friday, but it looks like the rest of the weekend will be all right. Weather brought to you by our friends at the Ironwood Golf and Country Club. Whether you're looking to spend your summer poolside, courtside, or greenside, Ironwood Golf and Country Club offers a variety of memberships tailored to fit your lifestyle with no initiation fee required. Headed to the beach? Got good news for you. Pack your clubs. Ironwood members receive reciprocal golf and dining privileges at the Beaufort Club in Beaufort and Compass Point Golf Club and Magnolia Greens located near Wilmington. Contact 
Jen, um, Jenner, Jenner, Jenna Doyle, who's the uh, membership director, her number is 252-752-4653. And join in on the fun at Ironwood today. It is a great time. The pool is open. The courts are open. The golf is great. Go out and enjoy. We didn't talk about this yesterday. Over the weekend, there was a story that I guess was um, sent to a uh, member of the North Carolina House, and she handed it over to Tim Moore. Uh, it was Representative Aaron Parr. She was contacted by a constituent that there were flashcards being used to teach colors to children in preschool, and uh, this was up in Wake County. And uh, one of the flashcards had, quote, a, a couple on the flashcard. A pregnant man was on the flashcard. Or it could have just been Bill Gates. <laughs> Inside joke, but yeah. <laughs> Elon Musk, that was uh, Elon Musk uh, tweet. <laughs> tweeted a, a picture of Bill Gates as a pregnant woman. Uh, a pregnant man, I should say. The uh, so anyway, to make a long story short, that individual has uh, now resigned. Uh, but but again, you know, we we're just talking during the break. Uh, l- l- public schools are just getting more and more woke teachers in the school system. And listen, if if you're conservative in the school system, stay there. We need you. I'm not condemning you, but it's pretty obvious with the stories that we see come across our desk daily that the woke crowd has a huge influence in what is happening in the public school system. And if you're a parent with uh, kids, you know, you might think your elementary school is safe. Uh, It it is everywhere. And, I mean, we we had uh, Taylor Keith in here late last year talking Mm. about the pornographic (laughs) books that are available in the the school libraries here in Pitt County. And, you know, by that same time – when Mark Robinson had what some type of committee he put right, together, yeah. task force, I guess, you know, and the, and the progressives just laughed it off of. There's no critical race theory yep. in public schools. There's yep. no none of this nonsense in political school. Oh yeah, there is public schools. Yeah, it is. It is. Just proving it. Jackie Mil- Milazzo was the parent who reported the flashcard. Now, what's amazing about this, and uh, surprising, I should say, is she said of the teacher. She is an amazing teacher who has worked tirelessly in an unpredictable school year to provide a safe, loving, and inclusive classroom for our children to grow. Well, you know, I find that sort of contradictory. Mm-hmm. I mean, is, is she doing an amazing job if she's putting this kind of propaganda? But the other interesting thing is um, this parent said she is an amazing teacher. She? I mean, are, are we allowed to use that kind of terrible language that you called this person a she She, it it might have been on her on her desk or preferred pronouns on her desk or something you know (laughs) and there's all kinds of stories out right now i think it's one's up in uh, illinois where um children not just the teachers but the children can come under criminal charges by not using the right pronoun. Oh yeah. Who the heck knows what the right pronoun is? Yeah, one of the char- they wanted to charge these middle schoolers with um, sexual harassment because they used a wrong pronoun. I mean, imagine, imagine that being on a, a middle schooler's resume for the re- yeah he'll never get a job because at some point down the road somebody will just see it was sexual harassment. They won't know it's some stupid yeah, nonsense yeah, about yeah. not using the right pronoun. 
Yeah, and uh, we live in a bizarro world. Yeah, we I, absolutely live in a bizarro world. I there, think that Wake County teacher was just trying to get her woke merit badge. I think. Well, she no, she probably has it, just, and she'll probably get you know she'll probably uh, land on her feet and get some kind of position at Cal Berkeley or something or or UNC Chapel Hill. Same same difference. Now, this um, the Blaze had a story. Uh, I think it was yesterday. The British Broadcasting Company is under fire after staff complained that the news agency altered a rape victim's quote to avoid misgendering her biological male transgender attacker's pronouns, according to the London Times. You've got, you've got to have a program to figure gotta, out what they're talking I gotta, about. Hold on, let me write that down again. Say that again. <laughs> I'm confused. The paper reported that the BBC's diversity team made the unethical and disrespectful decision to change a rape victim's quotes in an October 2021 article about lesbian women who feel pressure to have sex and relationships with biological men who present themselves as transgender women. In the article, one lesbian victim recounted her experience with a transgender woman who physically forced her to have sex with him after a date and allegedly threatened to ostracize her if she refused. <laughs> now, let, let me explain. You had a lesbian woman who thought she was going out with a lesbian woman who was actually a biological man who, when he got this bi- biological woman alone, he raped her. But, but she had nothing to fear about going in to the dating relationship because she thought it was a uh, biological female. But it was a transgender. I mean, the, the world has gone nuts. You know, and people uh, just, I mean, just a few short years ago, last six or eight years, when, we, when conservatives would say, hey, you're going down this slope that sooner or later we'll be here, and they laughed it off. Yep. Oh, yep. no, you're just being, that's yeah. just not, we're, we're already You're being past, an alarmist. Alarmist. We're already past the alarmist stage. Yeah. I mean, it's it's gone further than what we even yeah. threatened it might would go. Yeah. But it, it's just, it's nuts. I mean, we got to sit there and, and say, if, if I made a statement that a man cannot get pregnant, and I work for some public university, I might lose my job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. And, and these are our institutions of higher education. <laughs> mm. By the way, Washington Examiner is reporting this afternoon that the U.S. Marine Corps is showing our corpse, if you're Obama, the U.S. Marine Corps is showing off its artsy side for LGBT Pride Month in a tweet the Corps showed images of standard issue bullets painted in rainbow colors placed in the strap of a combat helmet (laughs) on the strap the words are proud to serve the tweet throughout june the united states marine corps takes hashtag pride and recognizing and honoring the contributions of our lgbtq service members we remain committed to fostering an environment free from discrimination and defend the values in treating all equally with dignity and respect well, if you're going to treat all equally, then why are you going out of your way to elevate a small, small minority? I mean, you're not treating everybody equally. Are you going to give every uh, group out there that has 5% or less of them, are you going to give them a special month? Are you going to give them special colored bullets for them? I mean, what happened to the day when it was just the few 
the proud the Marines. What happened to that motto? Now, now we've got to have a quote to the you know the, the reason why the Marine Corps was strong, not because diversity, but because of unity. I mean, you call it a combat unit where you left your race at the door. You left you know certain things that were secondary or tertiary. You left them at the door. Well, you know, prior to uh, what the maybe yeah, I guess about. I guess the Biden administration. Don't ask, don't tell. Last that was Clinton. Yeah, that was during Clinton. But I mean, they they got rid of that just uh, what during. Uh, it didn't last ten years. Yeah, it didn't last ten years. And I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't ask, don't tell. I mean, that's about as fair as it is. Just what your sexual preference to me, right, has nothing to do if you can do the job or not. I don't, I don't care. Just do your job. Do your damn job. Period. That's what it should be about. I, I, I don't disagree with that. But, I mean, look at this other story out of the BBC. I, I mean, are we going to have that kind of situation in a platoon? Yeah. Mm. I, 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 I'm sorry, but we live in a world of biological females and biological males. And for for 99% or whatever the, 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 the magic number is, that's how they want to live life. And suddenly you put a percentage or two in there and you elevate them. I mean, what is this saying to to the just the general heterosexual population that are Marines? Whether they're male or female, they're living their heterosexual lives. And <laughs> I'm sorry, it is a bizarro world and it's getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, if we're... God forbid we get into it with China, but you know if if we have to, we need the Marines of Okinawa and Guadalcanal. We don't need these yeah. Marines. Uh, I mean, Russia and China have got to be looking at these kind of things. And are, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? There's more are things. they really doing that over there? They just need to focus on other things. They don't. It don't need to be a topic of discussion. Yeah. <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back. you think he is a genius he's all powerful he brought a kind of heat he could be the best just don't hurt yourself okay more news and views on talk 96.3 and 103.7 BizPack review and fox news uh is an extension of a story that uh, tucker carlson had on last night matt gates was the representative from florida was on with tucker carlson last night came out with a really interesting, bizarre, unbelievable story, but he's come out. He and Jim Jordan have come out, and apparently they get they received a letter from a whistleblower that works at Perkins Coy, the law firm where Michael Sussman had worked, and they were the key DNC Hillary Clinton attorneys to the point that the DNC has paid, now I don't know if this is over a year or over several years, but they have paid them $42 million. Wow. Mm. It turns out, now, I mean, it, look, I guarantee you they're their largest client. I, I mean, it's hard to believe that they would have a client larger than $42 million, especially if that was an annual amount. But the FBI 
according to this whistleblower and according to Matt Gates and, and uh, Jim Jordan, who sounds like they've done some follow-up, in fact, they said they had a whistleblower and they got a, a letter from Perkins Coy acknowledging and admitting that there was some crazy situation where the FBI and Perkins Coy, now I don't know if it was in the main Perkins Coy office or it was an off-site office. They didn't, weren't really clear about that. But Perkins Coy and the FBI ultimately were sharing office space. Mm-hmm. They had an office within Perkins Coy. And guess who the main guy that oversaw the relationship with the FBI and the office within Perkins Coy? It was Michael Sussman. Michael Sussman. He's in charge <clears throat> of elections. Now, did Mark Elias work with that firm as well? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And, and you're going to tell me that, oh, the last election was perfectly fair. Oh, there was no corruption in that last What are you talking about, Lambrecht? You're a moron. Come on. Yeah. And nothing on the Hunter Biden laptop, is there? No, that's not right. Yeah, nothing on there. And they, Russian disinformation. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, and they disguise it as legal fees on the campaign finance reports um, for the DNC, uh, for the Clinton campaign. It was for this dossier. You know it was, this fake steel dossier. Trump has come out, and uh, he is telling the Pulitzer board, giving them notice, you either come back and remove the awards that you handed out to organizations like the Washington Post and the New York Times for your coverage, for their coverage of the Russia collusion hoax, or I'm going to take you to court. The letter from the Trump administration administrator, Marjorie Miller, notes that the former president previously requested on October 3rd and October 15th last year that the Pulitzer Prize Board revoke its prizes for national reporting that were awarded to the Times and the Post for their purportedly deep-sourced, relentlessly reported coverage in the public interest that dramatically furthered the nation's understanding of Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election and its connection to Donald Trump, the president's elect transitions team, and his eventual administration. As Trump writes, there is no dispute that the Pulitzer Board award to those media outlets was based on false and fabricated information that they published. The continuing publication and recognition of prizes on the board's website is a distortion of fact and a personal defamation that will result in the filing of litigation if the board cannot be persuaded to do the right thing on its own. In light of additional recent evidence that the articles for which the prize was awarded contained incontroversibly false information that misled the public I, again, call on your organization to maintain its own credibility by rescinding the prize to the New York Times and the Washington Post. And he's right. Look, there are still people out there that would look at something like the New York Times and the Washington Post and the Pulitzer Prize Award and saying, therefore, it must be accurate. Yeah, it, it means no, means nothing anymore, just like some of the Nobel Prizes. Right. Like, um, it's a joke. It's a joke. But... Uh, and, and I think Trump's point is is very, very valid that, you know, I might be a notable public figure. Obviously, he was. He's president of the United States. But this is, this is a deliberate, deliberate attempt to, to go out of your way to besmirch the man and his family and those in his administration. Mm-hmm. Clear lies. 
Well, I don't know what the rules are for public people, but, uh, you know, hey, just we just talked about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial, defamation of character. I mean, if, if you knowingly put out false information, I mean, you're defaming the guy's character, whether he's president or not. Uh, you know, you had a future – he had a, a future b- before he was president, and now – uh, you know, banks won't do business with them now just because it's like he's taboo and all this kind of stuff. It's, well, and I mean, think about it. I mean, it looks like he's going to run again for the presidency. I mean, th- this would be pretty big if, and, and this is why they probably won't do it. The Pulitzer Prize board won't do it. I mean, I, th- obviously they got to be in the tank with liberals, but if they were to pull those prizes mm-hmm. I, that would be a feather in trump's ca- uh, cap as he goes forward with his aspirations to be reelected to the presidency well if he's gonna run again i just gotta say he's he better toughen up and stay focused because i'm telling you it, 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 we're, we're gonna see it in the midterms we're getting ready to have the full scale assault on the next election of you know what? This COVID is really ramping back up, yeah. and we can't vote. COVID or monkeypox or whatever uh, yeah. it is. I mean, it's. Yeah. It, I can see it coming. Yep. Uh, by the way, speaking of corruption, now th- this is bizarre too. Anita Dunn, the senior Biden aide, best known for damage control for Hollywood rapist Harvey Weinstein, is in line to take over as the White House chief of staff. Wow. Now, what's interesting about this is she was hired as a temporary to help Joe Biden with his State of the Union speech. And she's been there ever since. But because she was a temporary person, she didn't have to go through the confirmation process. But I, I, I'm sorry. Again, you know, if, if you see a bunch of rats running <laughs> around, you got to realize there's some garbage somewhere. And, and this woman, I don't know if she's a rat or not, but I mean, when, you're, when your client is Harvey Weinstein, mm. when yep. your son is doing the things he's doing, I, I, that means she'll do anything for a dollar, what it boils down to. Hmm. What do we call those people? Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, the other interesting thing about this article was, um, remember when, when Joe Biden was running, and I think he even said this in his inauguration speech, that you know the lobbyists were not going to have a place in the White House anymore. <laughs> yeah. Another person named now. The, the, by the way, this this um, woman Anita Dunn is uh, p- potentially the successor to Ron Kane, the current uh, White House Chief of Staff. But another name that was mentioned as the current White House Chief of Staff, uh, the successor to Kane, is a guy named Steve Ricchetti longtime Biden advisor. He is the brother of Jeff Ricchetti, who is an influential lobbyist whose firm Ricchetti Inc. has experienced suddenly an influx of business since Biden took office. But this is the guy that came out and said, no, we're not going to have any lobbyists in the Biden White House. Uh, You're going to have a potential chief of staff whose brother is a big lobbyist you can't make it up it looks like that cesspool in washington it's amazing how many are married to each other oh yeah when you when you get in these particularly the democrat party i mean their spouse is like a lobbyist 
or or you have a, a chief uh, news correspondent, White House correspondent, that their spouse is yeah. a lobbyist or their spouse is a member of the DNC. What, it's just what, a, well, how do you call I mean, What kind of inbreeding is that? Liberal oh, inbreeding. Yeah. <laughs> Stay with us. We'll be right back. Shotgun with your 5 o'clock drive. Well, the drive home should be a delight. This is Tom Lamprecht with more news and views on Talk 96.3 and 103.7. Tom, Betty, and Clark, and uh, Joe Biden, who has uh, come out and uh, said, ah, the Second Amendment and the Constitution, they're not absolute. I think the Constitution's absolute there, Joe. But he said, quote, you couldn't buy a cannon when the Second Amendment was passed. You couldn't go out and purchase a lot of weapons. Uh, guess what? Even the Washington Post, the liberal Washington Post, has given him four Pinocchios. <laughs> um, and indeed, up to, what is it, 1936, I think it was, you could pretty much buy anything you wanted mm-hmm. to buy. Yep. I mean, it's only been in the last less than 100 years that there were certain limitations. But uh, Joe is uh, wrong again. But he seems to think, well, if I say it long enough and often enough, uh, people will believe me. You know, if the Washington Post is calling them on it, it's yeah, pretty it's, bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, another interesting uh, poll out, a majority of Americans favor teachers being armed hmm. in the wake of the deadly – now, it's not a huge majority, but um, in the wake of the deadly Uvalde Elementary School shooting, the heated topic of gun laws is once again a major forefront in people's minds, though a majority of Americans believe arming teachers – will make schools more safe. A recent poll by the Trafalgar Group surveyed over 1,000 general election voters and found that 57.5% of the voters believe schools are somewhat or much more dangerous without teachers who carry a legal firearm and who are properly trained to use it. That leaves just uh, a mere 30% who oppose it. Uh, I've thought that for a long time. Now, I don't think you arm all teachers. But, you know, in a school that has 20 or 30 teachers slash administrators within that building, certainly you can find a teacher who is either already trained or is willing to be trained. Uh, I think it's a deterrent. I think it's something that ought to be pursued. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, we got to run. We're off tomorrow. We'll be back on Friday. We'll see you then. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, all right.